Hey, what's up? This is uh, an episode of Ride Reviews. It's uh, not the most conventional way to record a podcast, but I really don't care at this point. And uh, here with my friend Francisco. What's up? <clears throat> We're going to review the movie John Carter. And uh, how would you describe this movie? I, it, it's a bad movie. And all that's which of a, of, of a term, it's still just mesmerized. Like you just can't stop watching it. Yeah. Can I be honest, when I first saw this movie, I thought it was literally the worst thing I've ever seen. This was literally a knockoff of Star Wars. Right. It, but I remember doing my research before I walked over here when I was using the bathroom. I remember it's based on a book called The Princess of Mars, which was written in 1912, way before Star Wars ever came out. And people theorized if this had came up before Star Wars, this would have been amazing, but it didn't. Because Star Wars literally swept... I think Star Wars has swept the table when it comes to... Uh, Space fantasies at this point in reality. Right. Well, I wouldn't say the movie itself. Even if it did come before Star Wars, I don't think it'd be that great. Because even the book probably is pretty amazing. I didn't read the book, but the movie itself, just on its own, is not great. I mean, it tries to have a smart setup. It you know brings tries to bring some interesting characters and some you know creative world building, but at the same time, it's yeah, I'm going to, like, check out who's actually in the movie, because I honestly forgot. I just know Taylor Kish is in the movie, and I've uh, been a huge fan of him for a while. I know William Dafoe is in it. He brings a pretty good act as an alien. So, like, how old were you when you first saw this movie? I actually saw the movie, like... Brian Cranston's in it? I forgot he was in it. Don Stark? Oh, man, there's some good people in this yeah, movie, actually. There's a lot of A-list actors in this movie. I just thought about, like, I just thought the fact of the dude being transported to the future and into space made absolutely no sense to me. No. There wasn't really a lot of explanation support other than space magic. Yeah, like, he literally said space magic. Like, I, I was watching the movie and was angry. At least with Star Wars, they have the Metachlorians for, like, why the Force is the Force it is. Right. But I feel like with this movie, it just, like, threw people in it, and that's literally what it is. Like, how would you describe, like, the beginning of the movie? You know he's gonna live through it because he lives a couple of years later and whatever. But already cliche. Already cliche. But there was a bit of mystery to it because in the beginning, you know, John Carter's followed by some man following around, and he writes a letter, and he's dead at the beginning of the movie. So you think, okay, there's some mystery here, and hopefully that gets uncovered through this story somehow. There's a connection here, and then Mars for some reason. So it was intriguing at first, at the very least. Because I just thought it was, I was thrown out. It's a dude literally fighting like the like the the Wild West of America. Literally, is in space. It's literally the uh, the movie The Evil Dead. I don't know if you have ever seen it. I have not. It's like it's like the Civil War up on yeah up on Mars. Yes, uh, two people fighting against each other on the same planet and a random tribe of aliens that are like the natives. Yeah. I just like the I haven't seen this movie in a while, but so you it's probably fresh from. I just remember there's a Coliseum fight. And some big ass monster. Yes. And I was like, this is awesome. I, I thought that was actually extremely cool when it came to, like, the way they had battles. I thought that was cool. But you can only throw battles so much into a movie and then it, to make it good. We've learned that with Transformers. Oh. Yeah. Like, Michael Bay proved that you can make a lot of money off of explosions. And I don't think this movie even made a lot of money when it came out. No, it did not. 
Like, did you see this movie in theaters when it came out? No, I did not. Actually, I actually did see this in theaters <laughs> years ago. I saw this a couple months ago, just here in my living room, just because, as I said, my brother just told me, "Hey, check out this movie that I don't know. I just can't stop watching for some reason." So I sat down, watched it, and I couldn't believe I did it. Is this honestly the worst movie you've ever seen? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. What makes it? I, I just want to hear your opinion. What makes this the worst movie that you've ever seen? I mean, it has a setup for like his character, with, like a kind of redemption arc, like he does good in the end, and then. Is someone saying bye? Yeah. Hey, bye. Bye, brother. It ends up just him doing what he's doing, just because some chick is involved. He's fairly attractive and stereotypical by the power of boners that will do anything. Oh dang! I, 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 the, I, I haven't seen this movie in a while, so you've probably seen it better more than me. So, like, a female character and her only reason for existing in the plot is to push the male character's agenda forward. Essentially, like, she kind of has her own agenda as well. Her, her main thing is kind of bringing uh, new science into the world on Mars to kind of bring about peace and advance technology much further. Um, but then she gets screwed over by the space wizards to kind of do what they want with their space magic. And she's trying to convince Carter, because all they want to do is go back to Earth, but eventually he falls for her, and that's, there's nothing much more than that. Yeah. When it comes to, like, movies like this, like, I feel like, the, 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 do you ever feel like there's movies that are too big to fail? And this was one of those movies? Kind of like, like Mortal Engines. I haven't okay, Mortal, yeah, that's actually another movie that came out recently. And, like, a, it's based off a book series that I guess is extremely good. I saw, we've seen this with that, I, we've seen this with Divergent, because there's, the third Divergent movie has never come out. Right. And, like, for those movies that are really too big to fail, and they failed. And which is extremely frustrating to me. And I feel like with this movie, I remember, I remember when this movie came out years ago, someone was trying to explain, like, this is like, this is a space epic, this is going to be groundbreaking. And that's, that's why I remember it's based off of a book that was written in 1912, and people try to bring up, like, oh, this is going to be, like, the next big thing. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I watched it in theaters in high school, and I was like, this is not good. Like, this is pretty bad. I mean, it has... The one thing going for it is the, the, the world building, minus, like, the space magic kind of establishes, oh, there's a thing going on on Mars, kind of similar to something happened on Earth. There's just own people, own words for things, different cultures. That, at least, you can appreciate. But other than that, I mean... Sound of Israel is phenomenal. The PGI is all right. The acting is yeah, other than William Defoe. But do you feel like the action? Like, do you feel like the action parts of the movie were good at least? The end. I will say the last big fight was was probably the best. Like, you know, for all of the and uh, I don't know what it is, but some kind of weird like city, church, temple. Thing yeah. At the very end, and just everyone's fighting one another. Just classic, like. Like, it's like almost like uh, the fight at the end of Endgame. Right, yeah. So it's basically like that. But worse. Yeah. So this is honestly, like, so your brother says, you're, you're, you, so your brother actually likes to watch this movie. Yes, he's seen it multiple times, but he recognizes it's bad. Okay, I'm going to say, like, your, I just wanted to clarify that. So, like, your brother... He knows it's bad, but he, he just loves watching the movie. There's just some. Just, he tells me that so something about it, something within this movie that just has him captivated. Is there any other movies that you've seen multiple times that you know are bad? Um, uh, there was a zombie movie that came out a couple years. Honestly, ago. Honestly, all zombie movies are bad. And a good portion of them, 
I will be honest. Like, it's like uh, some stupid Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Romeo and Juliet, uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. No. It's not that? Dang it. No, what's it called? Warm Bodies, that's the one. Oh, Warm Bodies? You thought that was bad? Uh, yeah, I mean, it just felt ridiculous. I mean, a, a zombie falling in love with a human kind of has that sense. And then he turns like, back into a human. Again, by the power of boners, he becomes human. Just to fall in love with this girl. Only reason why I liked that movie because the main character was in a British TV show called Skins. I think you remember that show. Yeah, That's good show. I will say this. The thing with Warm Bodies, it was an okay zombie movie to me, but it still was god-awful. Yeah. The, thing that, the, the thing about this is I feel like zombie movies are literally the worst things ever. Like, they're, like when The Walking Dead came out, that's, like, the, what started the zombie craze, and every every studio is pumping up zombie movies, and they're all bad. Well, the ones before that weren't that bad. Have you seen 28 Days Later? 28 Days Later, 20 Weeks Later, Dawn of the Dead, Land of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead are all good. Lucio Felici's Zombie, which is an Italian zombie film, is good, because they all have decent plots, and are or a gore, or whatever. All these zombie films are trash. Every single one of them has been so bad. It is literally unbearable to watch. And that, like, that's what makes me mad about like some of these space movies like this. And I don't know, like, I'm not going like, to lie, I actually do enjoy Star Wars. I even enjoy the new Star Wars. Because I'm not an incel and angry at the fact that we have a female lead. Right. Which is, I feel like, bothered so many people, apparently. I think there's just a lot of different gripes with at least the most recent one, not the one that's coming up, but uh, The Last Jedi, just with the way some things were handled. Because, I mean, without further explanation, for example, like, that Mary Poppins moment where Leia just kind of survives being sucked into space. Because she has the Force. Yeah, without any prior, like, training or any establishment, like, oh, she can do stuff like this. Yeah, that's what bothers me when it comes to, like, bigger films, like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Is like, I feel like they're so big, they can literally throw things in there and people are like, oh... And take it as gospel. And do you feel like the last Star Wars film failed? Uh, I feel like Solo failed. Solo did fail. I honestly enjoyed Solo. Wasn't I did best, too. But, I mean, I still enjoy Solo. For a Star Wars film, my favorite Star Wars film is actually Rogue One. Really? Strictly because it showed the war in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Because we've hardly really ever seen the war part of Star Wars. We've always seen the view from Jedi, but never the view from a uh, foot soldier. Right. Unless you watch Clone like uh, Star Wars Rebels or Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah, those TV shows. Which are canon. And I feel like with the Star, I feel like with Solo, it failed. Mm. Much like John Carter failed. I think John Carter failed a lot more exponentially because once we're getting around, like, oh, this is actually a man. bad movie. It just, you know, it was like the moral engines of its time. The thing is, like, there's bad movies that have a cult following, and this doesn't have a cult following. It's just bad. Yeah, it's it's some random thing that people's gonna stumble upon and just forget about. It's like, very, just nothing. Like a bad movie that I like that everyone hates is Spring Breakers. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I think I might have seen that in high school, but I really don't. Remember. It literally, it's not a good movie. It's literally about girls having a party on spring break. And James Franco is a rapper that looks like Riff Raff. And if you don't know who Riff Raff is, he is the most obnoxious-looking rapper on the planet. It sounds familiar. Selena Gomez is in it. Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, the director's wife is in it. Oh, oh, I know what movie you're talking about. I have not seen it, but I know what you're talking you about. You saved yourself a lot of time. <laughs> I've seen that movie so many times. Like, my co-host, Matt, hates that movie. Mm-hmm. And he always gives me a hard time because, like... I I 
whenever I'm around, like whenever he brings up how bad Spring Breakers, I literally like defend it religiously. Even though for a fact, like I even know that like me, it's not it's not even a good movie. Like I will still defend it because it's so bad. What is your defense for a bad movie? Like why do you think people who enjoy watching bad movies over and over and know it's bad, why do they go back to it? Because it's funny. Have you ever seen The Room? I mean, The Room with uh, Tom Wiseau. I've not. Bro, it is so bad. It is impeccably bad. I've seen enough clips to kind of get the idea. I've seen the room multiple times. The only reason why I first watched the room was uh, Tommy Wiseau was on Space Ghost Coast to Coast. And if you're an Adult Swim fan, that was like a big thing. That was like a huge thing back in the day. And this is before the age of Reddit. So like having to find movies, was, I had to go to the library to watch the room. That's how, that's how old I am. So I had to go to the library and get a DVD of it. And I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever watched. But it was, like, almost intentionally bad. There are movies so bad, but they try to be good, and it's ridiculous. Like, have you seen Battlefield Earth with John Travolta? And that is a bad movie. Also a space movie. I feel like space movies are the easiest movies to mess up. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of nuances and a lot of different things to kind of consider. Yeah. Again, you've got to compare yourself to Star Wars, who is the juggernaut of the whole genre. And... Essentially, Star Trek as well, but it's a lot more you know, as big as it is. Just a lot of different comparisons you got to live up to and kind of make sure that it makes a little more sense or as much sense people can accept it. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Do you like Star Wars over Star Trek? I do. I do. I haven't seen as much Star Trek, so that's probably. There's fun. too much of it. There's literally so much Star Trek, it blows my mind away. That and Battlestar Galactica. I've not seen any of that. It's not bad. And honestly, it's not bad at all once you, if you watch it. Uh, I'm just like, when it comes to, like, space movies, I just feel like space movies and zombie movies, there's so much of it is obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many bad movies out there. Like, would you say there's more bad movies than good movies? Yes, by a lot. So she's not, not even considering, like, B-movies that are intentionally kind of bad because they're B-movies. Like scary movie? Like, like the scary movie series? That's not necessarily B-movies, but if you've ever seen budget, like Sharknado. Oh, yeah. That was originally a B-movie, which gained traction became an actual production. Like, it, did you ever have the Sci-Fi Channel growing up? Uh, no. Okay, there's a film company called Asylum Films, and they're the ones that produce Sharknado. They only produce B-movies, or just downright god-awful movies. But I still watch, they have, a, they have let's see, they have Ice Spiders, mm-hmm. which it's a movie that revolves around spiders, developed Lava Spiders. Um, Megaformers, they literally, like, if a popular film comes out, they will make their own version of that film just worse. There's also random ones, like the Killer Tire, which yeah. is a living tire that just rolls around and kills people. There's a movie Teeth. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you've heard of it. I uh, not. It is about a woman's vagina that has teeth. Huh. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's as weird as it sounds. And I saw that movie back in the day. And it actually is kind of a funny movie. It's also kind of a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who comes up with this stuff? Do you be surprised how many bad movies do you like? When it comes to this podcast, I've seen more movies than I've actually reviewed because some movies have been so bad that me, like my, like the fellow hosts I have, mm-hmm. since everyone on Earth's a host, at least hop on my podcast. It's, it's. I, I can't talk about it because they're so excruciating to talk about. Like, I'm trying to think of, I honestly, like, for a while, I used to hate Marvel movies. For, like, the longest time. Up until when? Um, 
It depends on which Marvel movie. Like I liked all the I liked all the Iron Man movies. I loved the Spider Man movies. I hated Avengers Infinity Wars. I just thought they sh- they it was so convoluted. Mm-hmm. They thought if, see, they tried to fit so many storylines into one thing, and somehow make it connect. Right. And the thing is, I love Kevin Feige, and I love what Kevin Feige has done. I hated most Marvel movies because of Infinity Wars. I didn't I I. I and co-host Jacob would probably like crucify me for this. Like I, I say this all the time. Like I hate Marvel movies, but yet I own like every Marvel movie, and I love watching them despite the fact that I hate them. I just like hated Infinity War so much. And for a while, I was on a I hate Marvel kick. Um, and then the Endgame came out and just saved the day. And also with me, it's like when it comes to mar- like movies, like about comics. Logan probably Logan Watchmen. And uh, Joker and the Dark Knight series are probably top tier when it comes to comic book movie cinema. Just like the more gritty aspect of it, that's not so cliche, or that the the plot and the way it's made. Gotcha. And the acting ability. Because let me be honest, there's some people that act in Avengers and DC movies that are just terrible. Exactly. They just choose attract attractive people, and I feel like that's the same with John Carter. Don't get me started on Jared Leto. That horses the beat to death. First of all, Jared Leto sucks. Yeah. Worst. This was the worst film I've seen Jared Little act in, and I love and like I like his acting. Despite, uh, by the way, he has a lot of accusations against him. I'm not I'm not going to discuss that. Yeah. But I've seen Jared Little act in good movies, and I love him. Requiem for a Dream, amazing. Fight Club, amazing. Lord of War, amazing. Wasn't in that uh, the more recent uh, Blade Runner movie? Blade Runner, amazing. Also, like not necessarily a space movie. If you also with future movies, also really bad too, because we don't know what's happening. So all kinds of stupid stuff gets thrown in there. My favorite futuristic movie was Soylent Green. Hmm. Which is about, like, the world's running out of food. So people are, like, being scooped by dump trucks and being turned into food. It's completely absurd, but also a good movie to watch. That's based in the future. Right. I feel like when it comes... I feel like the reason why dramas do so well is because, like, we kind of understand perfectly how to make a drama. Mm-hmm. You just have to throw in some emotion, some family tragedy... Because we know how to handle that. We literally don't know what happened in space. We literally don't know what happened. Or like what it was like to live in the 1950, in the 1800s. Why is the fact that we see books and stills, still photos and black and white movies? We know about family drama because we all, all lived through it. We've never been in the future, so we can only assume. Like, have, have you ever looked through Scientific America, like their issues from like the 50s and how they imagined the 2000s? I think I've yeah, it's outrageous. It's completely ludicrous. And that's how I felt with, like, uh, Princess of Mars is what they were trying to do in the Princess of Mars book. Like, for example, like, around that time, not as that same year, we had a, what movie was it? War of the Worlds, which literally terrified people. They literally, like, set out search parties in, like, the National Guard, even though it was fiction. Scientology. Fiction. People realize Scientology is based off of a book that was fiction. I'm probably going to get crucified for saying that too, but I'm just saying, man. We might as well worship Star Wars, which there is. Like, Star Wars is an actual religion in Australia. Yeah, I think, what, what was it, 14% uh, themselves Jedi? Yeah. And I think even in the UK, there's even a greater number of people who identify as Jedi. So, like, would you consider yourself a Jedi? No. I don't. That's just taking it too far. I mean, sure, maybe they have some decent ideas. I don't know how to have, like... Honestly, Jedi don't even, like... What, like... 
when it comes to the Jedi and Sith, that's why I respect Star Wars over John Carpenter. I mean, uh, John Carpenter. I mean, uh, John Carter. John Carter. It's because within the Star Wars world, there's so much lore. It is outrageous. This is based off like of like a book series or a book. Not much lore. Like, I I grew up reading the Star Wars books, and there's so much lore behind the idea of like the Force and like the ethics of Sith, Grey Jedi, and good. What do you consider good Jedi? And that's why I think people respect Star Wars more is because there's so much you can write from within Star Wars. Like, like this year we're about to get the final Star Wars movie, which will hopefully end the Luke Skywalker saga because I'm really tired of seeing Luke Skywalker. Just the name Skywalker showing up everywhere. Yeah. Like, the thing is, if, you, if, if you're a Star Wars fan and have been an OG Star Wars fan, there's literally so many things they can make movies of. Like Darth Plagueis the Wise, which you only hear about with from uh, gen, from uh, moments like General Pal- Pal- Palpatine. Senator Palpatine talks about it to Anakin before Anakin literally goes crazy and starts killing younglings. Even even like the people in the bar from like the original Star Wars, uh, A New Hope, Episode Four. Every single one of those characters had their own Wikipedia page for a while. I don't know if they're still up. They do. They're on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It's the Wikipedia of Star Wars. They have their own entries for characters who had, like, seconds of screen time. There's just so much to expound upon. Because, like, some of those characters appear in, like, almost every Star Wars movie. Like, very minutely. Mm-hmm. And that's what I respect about Star Wars compared to John, Car- John Carter. And, uh, I was, like, I've been doing a lot of research into Star Wars recently because of the new Star Wars episode. And me and co-host Jacob plan on doing an episode about that since he's a really huge Star Wars fan. Right. And I've been a huge Star Wars fan. I don't know, did you ever read the Star Wars graphic novels growing up? Not the graphic I did read a couple of the Expanded Universe novels in middle school. But, you know. Did you think they were good? Oh, I loved them. They were really good. Yeah. Like, Star Wars, Star Wars is literally capitalized on, like, Star, I, like, Star Wars fans are literally space, like, Harry Potter fans go with space. Yeah. And I'm one of them. I'm not going to lie. I've been a fan of Star Wars since I was a little kid. Mm. I wanted to, like, test out how many Metachlorians I've had since, like, I hit puberty. Actually, I still want to figure that out. And I feel like with Star Wars, they really captivated an audience. Because people were like, well, if, this, if John Carter had came out when Star Wars came before Star Wars, it would have been better than Star Wars. No, it's not. No. There's literally so much of Star Wars that Luke, that George Lucas literally changed the game when it came to, like, space epics. Like, yeah, there was Dune. There was a, uh, The Last Starfighter, which I think actually, I don't know if you ever saw that. The Last Starfighter, it's about, about a kid who plays a video game. Which is actually a trial for for these aliens that are trying to find the best fighter to fight, defend their planet. I thought that was a good movie too. I haven't seen that, but that's really interesting. It actually is. It really is a cool concept, and I think that actually did come up before Star Wars, but it's a semi space movie. But I really appreciate the way it did. Um, Dune by David Lynch is also a good space movie, also a good book. David Lynch is insane. I don't know if you've ever seen a David Lynch film. It is literal insanity. I thought you said Doom at first, like the Doom movie that was on Netflix for a while, and I thought, do you think that's a good movie? No, it's the ter- it's, a ter- it's a terrible movie. Good game, terrible movie. Right. There's... I was very confused at first. Also a space, also on Mars. Yes, also space. I feel like Mars is a terrible planet to have movies based on. The Martian. Name any other movie involving Mars that has been good. Yeah. 
There's none. Most movies that use the moon are good. Ad Astra, Space Pirates on the Moon, good. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Ad Astra is another movie that involves Mars that we actually did a podcast about earlier this summer. It's actually not bad. Ad Astra? Well, because Brad Pitt's in it. It's the, uh, someone describes it as the anti-interstellar. Okay. Interstellar is about someone finding, like, finding love and relationship between their parents. The end of Ad Astra, the, guy, the dad literally says, I never loved you, to his own son. His son literally traveled across the universe, killed multiple people, saved humanity, by the way, only to find that his dad never, they didn't love him, which is the opposite of Interstellar, based on Mars. The Martian, I feel like with The Martian, why those two movies are well, like it had human connection, like it was more about a family drama, oh, but, oh yeah, they're in space, while John Carpenter... I mean, John Carter is fighting space monsters to defend some war that he got sucked into by chance. He's very much a, a passive kind of hero who just kind of goes along with whatever's happening instead of doing things himself. Do you think Taylor Keish played a good John Carter or whoever played John Carter? Uh, not really. Have, no. Do you think he's even a good actor? I haven't seen him in anything else other than John Carter, or at least not that I can remember. Say no. My favorite role he ever acted in was a TV show called True Detective. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen True Detective season three, it's kind of a hard watch. Like I know a lot of people that hate season two. I mean season two of True Detective because mm-hmm. it was so bad. I'm going to defend it and say it was actually a good TV series. It just was misunderstood. Because gotcha. if you've seen True Detective season one, it's it's completely different. It's like when you're going from Pokemon to Digimon. Two completely different beasts. And that. Uh, also, like, I think one movie involving space, 2001 Space Odyssey. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, no, but I know what happens to it. Yeah. That's a, that's a space epic. That is a good space movie. does not involve Mars. I feel like we don't really understand what goes on in Mars enough. We understand briefly what goes on enough in space to do well. There's Moon with Sam Rockwell, also a good movie. Signal. Also a good movie, but they all involve the moon. What goes down on the moon, not Mars. We've never set foot on Mars, supposedly. Quick question. Do you think you land on the moon? Yes. That's how I ask, man. But dang. It just, when it comes to bad movies, I feel like John Carter was a bad movie I really just can't even find enjoyable. Like Spring Breakers, I legitimately enjoy the movie. Not because there's extreme nudity in it. Generally because like I think it's so goofy that it, I like it. Because, like, it's an A20... I don't know if you've ever heard, like... You know an A20... A24 is a movie production company. They made Lady Bird, Moonlight. Right. I'm just, like, a huge... I'm a fanboy for A24. So anything A24 comes out... I was a fan of A24 before Lady Bird came out. I was a... Spring Breakers is the reason why I became a fan of A24. And that's why I hold so much acclaim to it. Even though it's terrible. Right. So... What, what would you say is your favorite terrible movie? That just kind of draws me to it. If not that one, I enjoyed the second Sharknado movie. You didn't enjoy the first one? You had you enjoy the second one? I enjoyed the second one. The first one, I that was ridiculous. I remember watching on the basement of my friend's house in high school, thinking this is ass. And then the second one came out with a little more higher production because people started you know pick up on it. it. Became like a mini phenomenon for a little while. Like, yeah, okay, 
this was not as bad. But then everything after that just kind of overdid it. I can totally see why. Yeah, Shark Game 2 was a nice in-between, like, before, because it was after it got uh, starting effect that before it kind of became overblown. Shark, I actually do like Shark Game movies, even though I think they're just terrible. It's just, it's just a ridiculous idea. Also, I like World War Z, even though that movie is terrible. Also starring Brad Pitt. I did read the book, though, before watching the movie. That's what made me mad. Like, I, I really, I, I've never met a Prince on Mars fan. So I can't really be like, well, did you think the movie was good? Because I don't know if there's anyone that was a fan of this book that's still alive. The thing with World War Z, I loved World War Z. World War Z was literally a polit- like a book analyzing the politics of how the world is run. Right. Oh, and there's zombies in it. World War Z literally shit on that. Completely. Like, like when I saw the battle, like they didn't show the Battle of New Jersey, which I'm pretty sure you like, you remember that from the book. Right. Because the original plan of World War Z, from what I remember, was it was going to be Brad Pitt literally going around getting stories of people, which they could have honestly made into a TV show. Yeah. I feel like World War Z would have made a good TV show. It definitely would have, because there's you know, separate stories within World War Z that kind of be different seasons. Yeah, I feel like John Carter would have been a good CW TV show. <laughs> Probably. I mean, is... Look at the 100, dude. Okay, that's fair. I mean... I do like the 100, by the way. Uh, I mean, is there more than just one book in this uh, Prince of Mars, Princess of Mars series? I don't honestly don't know. I just remember I googled it right before I walked into your door. <laughs> the thing is, World War Z is only one book, and literally groundbreaking. It's so good. It literally blows my mind away how good World War Z was, because World War Z was the first audiobook I ever bought on iTunes, mm-hmm. and I would listen to it all the time when I worked in high school. Did you know the author is the son of Mel Brooks? What? Oh. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Pumping out those good kids, dude. <laughs> like, World War Z was a good book. And the zombie survival guide. And now zombies are everywhere. And now it's like literally the corniest thing ever. I've literally seen so many stupid zombie movies on Netflix. And zom- there's several zombie TV series. I Zombie, which is apparently about a zombie detective that eats people's brains and figures out who murders them. Okay, Z Nation was. Z Nation is a bad, is a horrible, it's a stupid show. I like to watch it. <laughs> one of those that's so bad it's good. Do you think it's a bad? Do you think it's bad? I saw one episode of it and I thought no. I've actually I mean, seen the whole series and it's still. The thing is, Z Nation has a spinoff show called Black Summer, which Z Nation is good because at least they they um expand the plot. Like, there's a plot to it. Right. And you, it goes into the character development. Black, can they refer to this thing as the Black Summer, which is what started everything? You see the Black Summer, things don't make sense. There's a woman that's Korean. I think she's Korean. Don't quote me on it. She talks to Korean. You, there's no subtitles. You do not understand what she is saying. Like, she literally has a five-minute dialogue where she's explained something. I don't know what is being said at all. Like, Black Summer did a horrible job of filling in on what's going on with everything. Z Nation, not really. Z Nation actually has a plot and things connect, even though it's so horribly made. Really? It's a sci-fi channel show. Sci-fi channel shows have been known just to be bad. Have you seen Dark Matter? Yeah. What do you think of Dark Matter? I've only seen, like, a little bit of it, and it wasn't bad. I'll see it's not that bad, but 
I see where I see where you're going with this. I feel like there's so many like either apocalyptic movies or just like horror movies or like very good action movies that get made. Like I understand why low budget action films fail because the CGI is usually terrible. One thing or another. This was actually a high production film that someone agreed to make and think it was a good movie. Again, there's a lot of like high list actors in it as well. Cranston, Defoe, the name Chu. There's another one. He was in Kingsman. What's his name? Dude, I thought Kingsman was bad, bro. I mean, it's a great meme movie because it's just ridiculous. The the scene in the church, it's amazing. Just one single shot. That caused a lot of controversy too recently. Well, of course. That's what gets me about man. You know what? That's what gets me about movies these days, bro. People like are freaking out about violence. Like, like when Joker came out, and people were like losing their minds. But guess what? John Wick literally used a horse as a weapon. Yeah. You remember? Gun Fu is ridiculously violent. Yeah. I saw three movies in one evening because I was prepping for it. Because I saw the first one years ago, and I was able to find the second one, and then I went to see the third one. Mark Strong, he's the one I was thinking of. Mark Strong's also a pretty good actor. James Purefoy, have you seen um, Altered Carbon? Yeah. Yeah, it's that Purefoy. He's That's also a TV show I feel like failed. Really? I don't know, I haven't been vibing with it. I thought it was good. The, I, I loved it. The subreddit, the subreddit has a has a dedicated fan base. I love Altered Carbon. It's probably my favorite TV show. Are you serious? Why? Yes. Like, my, my main draw is the world building. Uh, can I go into it not knowing what's going on and then same thing with the main character, you're gonna thrust into this different world and then you experience as much as he does understanding what's going on, looking through the look at the underground, like the upper class, let's say, just kind of getting understanding and the world being properly developed. Um, for yeah, where am I going with this? Basically, it's like you kind of see the world around you. You're learning as much as the main protagonist is learning it, and it's just pretty rich. And honestly, the story behind it, like even though it is a little convoluted and um, cliche, yeah, kind of cliche, I still think it was pretty good. The acting in it, I think, was phenomenal, mostly. Yeah, Joel Kinnaman actually a good actor, despite what's happened in Suicide Squad. Yeah, I kind of wrote it off when I saw it was Joel Kinnaman, and then why, man? Joel Kinnaman's fire. Yeah, that. That was a great performance. I, I love so it. So this guy's was just as bad. I feel like that's another good movie. Too Big to Fail. That's another movie I actually kind of like to watch because it's so entertainingly stupid. I, I did enjoy it my first time watching it. And then after watching it multiple times, I think this is honestly not that great. Okay. It's not, but so they're making a second one too. It's kind of like a soft reboot from what I understand. It's a soft reboot, but also somewhat of a sequel too. Alongside the fact they're making a Harley Quinn movie, mm-hmm. which is a, a also a sequel to it, which blows my mind. Away. It, I really want to sit in a director's meeting and talk to these directors and executives and understand their logic behind making movies like John Carter and Suicide Squad, because there's so many other movies that have been like shut down that I think should have been made. Like what? Uh, why the Last Man? DMZ, uh, that's a tough question because there's a lot out there. Why the Last Man, reason why, is because it's a graphic novel that I read all the way through when I was like in eighth grade. 
Funny part is I, was, I actually sat next to Coach Jacob when I went read this comic book series. And I just was in love with it. And I remember it was picked up for a TV slot, and somehow got dropped. But I guess it's back on again, as I, I, I uh, last time I checked. Um, there's another series that got made. It's called Zoo. I don't know if you ever read the graphic novel. But it's literally about animals that go crazy and start attacking humans. I think, that is, I think it already was made into a show, wasn't it? It's made into a show, but terrible. Because right. it didn't follow the graphic novel. Which I thought would have been amazing, because there's an entire scene where like monkeys are humping each other. In um, like the New York subway and just throwing shit everywhere, and I thought that was amusing. And like rats are mobilized along with uh, stray dogs, and I thought that was super cool. But other than that, man, there's just there's just so many things out there I wish would have been made in movies, but also there's movies I wish that were never made. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Most of that just kind of rides off. Yeah, I feel for sure. I feel like clout definitely plays a role in the movies, but other than that, that's all I gotta say. Um, you got any final thoughts? It has John Carter has surprisingly gruesome death because in the Colosseum you had one character literally ripped in half. Uh, the main antagonist gets basically his head crushed in by the science by the wonder weapon that he's using. It's surprisingly like graphic for uh, what the PG thirteen. Yeah, that's what threw me off. Random thought, but I mean, I no, like, when it comes to like, I, I, I'm confused about what PG-13 is nowadays. I mean, because have people not seen The Walking Dead? A dude literally had his had his head beaten in with a baseball bat. Then they gotta show the aftermath of that. So like, even if it's a couple seconds, they still show like the mush that's there. Yeah, you remember that episode, right? I vividly remember that episode. That's another thing that I am really dumbfounded has lasted so long as The Walking Dead. And the thing is, I'm a, I am love The Walking Dead. I, I watch every episode. And I know it's going to be confusing even more and more. They're literally throwing things in that make no sense to me. Like, for example, there's a Russian satellite that crashes on Earth. It blows my mind away. There have been three spin-off series of The Walking Dead that are continuously coming out. I knew about the one. I didn't know the other one. There's another one, about ten years in the future. Which is connected somehow to a quote from season two. Look it up, bro. It's crazy. We we get three spinoffs of Walking Dead, but we can't get Game of Thrones to reach two more seasons. I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones fan. I I love Game of Thrones, but yeah, I, ended I, horribly. I, I get your point. It, 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 more, this is more this more of a podcast than John Carter, more of a podcast than how movies are made. And just, do you feel like Game of Thrones, if it was given two more seasons, it would have ended perfectly? Even if the last two seasons just got the full ten episodes, it probably would have given just a lot more time to be just significantly better. Just, there's parts of it that, honestly, I don't mind from, like, I don't completely shit on the last episode. You don't? No. What? That thing was trash, dude. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that just makes no sense. Like, you know, why wasn't John killed right away? Why are they letting Carrie speak? But just most of the other endings, you know, like Sansa getting getting the throne and Bran being king, like, you know, I'm not too upset with that. Just everything that kind of led up to that was not properly done. I will say this. I uh, I feel like that Theon, his character arc ended perfectly. Yeah. The way he ended his character arc because he died of Stark. Mm-hmm. 
And he truly did die a Stark because you see Sansa put a Stark vigil on his body. Despite the fact how messed up he did. Like, all the things he did to lead to that point, I feel like he truly reached his redemption arc. The same with uh, uh, Clegane. He reached his character arc because uh, um, I remember Arya wanting to run up there and kill Sansa. And he's like, no. You don't want to be like me. You don't want to be anger, anger like me. Um, and I really respected that. Other than that, I was just infuriated. I was happy that Sansa became Queen of the North. I was just annoyed with the fact that we could have got literally like 10 seasons. Dude, if this had gone to 12 seasons, I would have watched every season. Right. But, um... It's because it's, it was just fantastic, right? And then they just kind of rushed towards the end and just everything went to crap. Yeah. This was a podcast from John Carr. This, is more, this episode is literally about executives and how movies are made. I mean, it gives us the idea, you know, how certain ideas, how some things are made, you know, like bad movies and these kind of examples to what not to do, what the stuff what should be done. What are good movies that you want? Like, what are movies that you watched that you never didn't think were going to be good? Uh, honestly, V for Vendetta. I, really? Yeah. I didn't hear much about it before I watched it. My friends like, here, watch this. I heard a little bit about it beforehand. I was also, like, a freshman in high school. So... When I, when I first watched the movie, I thought, okay, well, this looks all right. A little fascism. Yeah. Or a lot of it. Yeah. And then once the movie got done, I thought, holy shit, this is amazing. Um, One movie I thought that was going to be really bad, but actually turned out to be really good, in my opinion, probably would be Lady Bird. I thought it was going to be so corny. Mm-hmm. And then I realized it's extremely good. Because I truly understand, like, the development of, like, a character, and it, it was a perfect amount of depth and feel mm-hmm. for a character. Actually, not Lady Bird, uh, Pl- Place Beyond the Pines. Okay. A very obscure Ryan Gosling film that I thought was going to be terrible, but turned out to be, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. Because the sum it all up, it's, a, it's this relationship of a, a father and a son, even though one of the fathers isn't alive, and how it affects the son in the future. It really goes... In the, but the thing is, it's a drama. Right. Like, there are action films that I like. Like, I like Michael Bay films. They're all terrible, horrible movies. But he somehow has made me addicted to action. It's just all the explosions and the hot women that show up in there. I think the hot women is like cool battle scene. That's true. Prometheus is a movie I didn't think was going to be good, but it still captivates me to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a huge fan of uh, Aaron Rip... Uh, of uh, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. And anything he makes, I just chug. I don't even care. Even though Alien 3 was garbage. Ripley should not have died, neither should have Newt. Right. And that's just how I feel. And the, the thing is, they actually have, when it comes to Alien 3, there is, they kind of retconned that Alien 3, and, and there's an audio book of the original Alien 3 of how it was supposed to end from Ridley Scott's point of view. Not David Lynch's point of view. Right. Or not, not David it's not David Lynch, it's another director. Not Christopher Nolan. It's a director that may, has surprisingly made a lot of good movies, but he made a terrible movie with Alien 3. Did you see Alien 3? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I saw it years ago. Yeah. Cool thing, fun fact about Alien, it's a, Alien 3, the Alien series is apparently in the same, excuse me, it's in the same universe as the Blade Runner series. 
Yeah, um, there's a YouTuber called Alien Theory. David Fincher. David David Finch. David Fincher. Yeah, he has made so many good movies, and Alien Theory just didn't pop off. But it's also one of his earlier films. And um, if you connect, oh, oh, yeah, because he made Fight Club, Seven, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl. Uh, I didn't look at Gone Girl. Yeah, Gone Girl. Yeah, he's literally made some good films. And that's like another film that failed. That was a film that everyone gassed up that was like, this is alright. That ain't gonna get made, bro. That's not gonna get made. I'm trying to think. Andrew Sand made this movie. I'm trying to think what other movies he made that. He made the first Toy Story. Andrew Sand made all the Toy Story movies. Finding Nemo? The Incredibles. Oh, he was a writer, but he was a he was the director for Finding Nemo, and Wally. He wrote. For, he was a writer. He was an executive. He was. He's made some good movies. That's one I thought was gonna be bad before I watched Wally. That's a good movie. It's a fantastic movie. Monsters University. I actually did like Monsters University. I actually did not see that one. Finding Dory. Not bad. Ralph Breaks the Internet, not bad either. I just honestly felt like he makes better kids' movies because kids' movies, I feel like, are really easy not to fail. Right. And also, even with his kids' movies, there's a lot of depth to them. Like, just even Ralph Breaks the Internet, you're kind of exploring, like, just, it's friendship, but at the same time, there's different aspects of friendship. Someone who's kind of, like, overbearing. Yeah. Kind of very clingy, kind of learning to accept oneself. Yeah, it's a good coming of age movie, and John Carter was not that because it's a space epic involving a guy sucked in from some Western war into literally fighting aliens. He so happened, so this dude, some random Westerner who fought in the Civil War, found caves full of gold and gets transported to Mars, and his main thing is trying to get back. But he gets pulled along into this war, into this tribe of natives that he becomes a part of, this random champion of war, he gets this dog that runs at the speed of light. And then ends up, oh, I care about the cause, but just is in it for the girl. And then everything magically works out in the end. Man, heck the girl, I'm going home, bro. Honestly. And there's just so much effort for just little payoffs. And it's, it's just, it's stupid. Yeah, that's what I felt like with Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was literally hyped up. I literally thought it was going to be the best movie on planet Earth. And it was literally below average. So far. I mean, the one, the one redeeming quality for Suicide Squad was the arc for... Oh, what's his name? Diablo? Diablo. I almost called him El Fuego, but that's just racist. Diablo actually did have a good character arc. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I really enjoyed Holly Quinn as a character. And I am actually happy they're having a Harley Quinn movie. I just, dude, I'm just worried that's going to be just terrible. Because DC movies have a knack to be terrible. I mean, we have Shazam. Shazam is actually good. That's a good movie. Aquaman didn't do bad either. I did like Aquaman. I did not like Justice League. They they try to do the whole uh, Avengers thing a little too soon. Yeah. They only set up like Superman really. They barely got Batman in there. Like, oh, let's add like everyone else. We'll worry about it later. Because people are so horny for Christopher Nolan's Batman, which 
everyone has probably agreed. Christopher Nolan's Batman is the best Batman that we've had. I've had people argue that Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, is a bad movie. It's an alright movie. It's alright movie, but coming off of the coattails of The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight honestly is better than Dark Knight Rises, yeah. hands down. I will say that right now. Dark Knight is probably one of the best movies I I think there is. It's Christopher Nolan's like peak. Even though I like every Christopher Nolan movie, it is like that was a movie I'm happy executives had made. They chose the right people to make the right movie, and it's like maybe in a in an, in an alternative universe. If they had picked the right directors, the right writers, and the right production company, it would have been good. Maybe. Maybe. It's purely speculation. Other than that, this movie. Also, the people in it, like some of the actors, like maybe get a different lead, especially the with uh, the girl that's false. Those two can probably act differently. Cause yeah. Imagine, imagine the Dark Knight without Heath Ledger. Imagine how that would have gone. Yeah. Even the characters themselves can drastically change the movie. That's what I felt like with a lot of movies these days, man. I just don't. I really want to know what executives think when they make movies and TV shows, because I feel like they don't. Don't people really take stuff into consideration? Is probably Disney, even Marvel. Yeah, so that's what I'm really excited about. I just um about to buy a Disney Plus subscription, so like I'm really excited to see The Mandalorian, also a space movie, and the plethora of Avengers movies that are about to come out, even and though. You're right. There's actually me an Obi Wan series. Obi Wan McGregor reprising his role. Oh, dude, it's that's the thing about Star Wars. There's so much to it. There's so little to a princess of a princess of Mars, bro. There's literally so much. I'm waiting for the day we either get a Dark Plagueis movie or a Yoda movie about Yoda's past because there's a lot of weird stuff with Yoda's past. Mm-hmm. Or um, just a strip because I know there's a uh, series just about clone troopers and them fighting. That would be actually kind of cool to see a. But then that's what Rogue One was. But there's literally so many crazy Star Wars movies that it's just, there's so much to make. And I really wish people would, like, watch them or make them. That's what I want to see is executives actually choose good content and know how to properly use it. Because I feel like we saw that with the end of Game of Thrones. You had amazing content. Not so like well-made delivery. We've seen that Suicide Squad and so many others. And I feel like John Carter was bad content, bad delivery. Because I feel like there's um. Can you think of like? Do you have any idea of any movies that horrible plot, good movie? Horrible plot, good movie. Uh, I think. For me, it's every Transformers. It's every original Transformers movie. I think Cabin in the Woods probably do that for me. Cabin in the Woods is actually. That's a good plot, good movie, because it's literally making fun of all the cliches of horror movies to help save the world. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a good Actually, movie. I will admit it's a bad plot, but... It's a bad plot. I will agree it's a good movie, bad plot. Just, it just seems... See, that was a good delivery, though. The way they delivered it was good. John Carter did not do either. I mean, what else is supposed to do with the... Like, again, it's a novel from, like, the 1912. Yeah, what's... Dude, the Titanic causes books to be made, bro. Conspiracy right there. The Titanic wouldn't have sank if John Carter was never in. I mean, Prince of the Mars was never in. Yeah, I just feel like they chose a concept that they could have polished off more. It's just like there's a lot of books written from like the 1800s and somehow P. 
people still love, like the Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. But then there's Princess of Mars. So like, are we just gonna like? Are people so unoriginal? They're gonna start picking books from like the night, like the 1800s. I mean, the 1900s to start making movies of. I feel like that's what's gonna become because like we're either getting sequels, prequels, spinoffs. There's not a lot of original content. Man, we're gonna have to start like pulling back to like the Library of Alexandria to get movie plots, bro. Watch it another 20 years, another Predator remake, Alien remake. I'll still watch it. Like with Terminator, I'm still gonna watch it. <laughs> then there's the fast. No, the thing, Fast and Furious movies. There's so many of them. Literally, there's there's a ninth one coming out. With Cardi B. Cardi freaking B. I would rather get John Carter 2 than, Car- than another mo- another Fast and Furious movie. Why is there a need to bring so many of them? Like, the original concept of like the, first, like the first two were pretty good. Okay, they were about average. But, I mean, it, it was a simple concept of street racing. Yeah, and then a cop gets thrown in. Yeah. Now it's literally international movies with international police that are just so non-possible and nonsensical. What was it? What was it? I think it was Fast, was it Fast Five that had like a super long like runway scene. Oh yeah, where a plane literally crashes and probably goes across Europe. Or a someone literally, I forgot, someone attacks a tank with a car. Oh, no, it's the last one where people were being attacked by a submarine in Antarctica. They were driving on a submarine. Yeah. John Carter is more realistic than Fast and the Furious at this point. It's a lot more believable. All right, there's also a spin-off movie. Hobbs and Shaw. I heard that that didn't do too bad. Actually, I kind of liked it. (laughs) Then again, action movie, I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, it takes away from, like, the ridiculous, like, cars and international concepts. It's kind of grounded in just two characters yeah. and some over-the-top villains. Yeah. Which is basically all you need for that kind of movie. Yeah, you have a valid point. I'm just saying, man, there's so many dumb movies out there. It just blows my mind away that they're being made. It makes it gives, make, gives me depression. It all comes down to just a waste of resources. Because they have good, like I said, they have amazing talent they had on hand. I think they had uh, at least one of the decent writers, but with a bad director and some bad cast, can ruin a lot of things. Kind of like with Mortal Engines, they had the people, same people who made Lord of the Rings, a fantastic trilogy. Some of my stuff I love to watch, and I've binged multiple times in one night. But if you don't use your resources well, you can just fuck up everything. Chasing money and just not caring about what made what's made in the end, just hoping that it you know, turns around a profit. Tony, greed, man. Greed t- greed ruins everything. Movies, lives, relationships. Facts. Got deep right there, man. People need to start focusing on movies more. Maybe we could save people's lives. That's what dramas do so good. That's why rom-coms are amazing. That's how Friends got so many episodes it did. Facts. See, Friends, Friends lasted longer than one of my favorite shows of all time, Firefly. I loved it. I loved it, dude. That was a good movie. Do you think it kind of justified cutting it so short? It was a good Band-Aid. 100% a good Band-Aid. Firefly should have lasted longer than it did. There are so many shows. I remember I saw a blog post about 10 shows that were canceled too early. Kyle XY. Show canceled too early. 
But yet, we literally have like a thousand episodes of The Walking Dead. Which blows my mind to this day, this three spinoff series of The Walking Dead. And there's also like a talk show like after every episode that airs. Yo, don't hate on that show, man, actually. I actually kind of it, bought It's entertaining. I remember watching the Mar- uh, when Marilyn Manson came on yeah. as a guest. Oh, it was hilarious. Because he very much looks out of place and high as a kaiser. The thing with Marilyn Manson, he's actually a smart guy. If you listen to interviews with him, he's actually a smart guy. He was in a documentary with Michael Moore called Bowling for Columbine. And it's actually not bad. Like, what he has to say made a lot of sense. But on The Talking Dead, really didn't make sense. No. He's, like, just as bad as Jimmy Kimmel. And, like, Jimmy Kimmel interviews make me uncomfortable. I don't know if you're a Jimmy Kimmel fan, but you're not missing out. Uh, I think the only thing I really enjoyed from Jimmy Kimmel, I think, was when Disturbed played played on the show. That's about it. Are you a disturbed fan? Uh, not really. Just like one or two songs that definitely people listen to. I mean, there's the classic, like, Down with the Sickness, of course. I don't know. I just co-host Kyle's a huge fan of Disturbed, so I just... <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, well, that kind of wraps it up. Uh, thanks for being on the, thanks for being on the podcast. Sorry for the sh- short, late, late, uh, short notice. Um, uh, oh, man. Thanks for having me. This is definitely a fantastic experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you ever want to be on Rider Reviews, you literally just have to hit me up, and we can manage the time. Like, this it's three o'clock in the morning right now, so if I hear me yawning in this episode, it's because it's literally the butt crack of dawn. But if if you can if we can make it happen, we make it happen. Uh, Red reviews out.